If I told you half the things I've heard about this Jabba the Hutt, you'd probably feel so good. Hey, Hello, Blabba fans, and you are very welcome to episode 18 of Blabba the Hutt. Illustrious Jabba bids you welcome and will gladly pay you the reward of 25,000. So the only thing that you can tell me is that I will find Jabba at Jabba's palace. We sit back. <laughs> I think we're on to a good thing here. Um, it's just a little over a month since our last episode, so that's doing pretty good for us. Uh, so you all know us, your hosts, Kate and Gary. So we're coming to you from Arizona and Dublin. How's it going, Gary? Hey, Kay. Nice to be back in action. Back in action. Just like the Bad Batch. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. But how you been? Yeah, all is good. Um, work is pretty busy. So this is a, a bank holiday weekend over here. So it's nice to have a little bit of downtime and actually chill out. Yeah, I hear ya. Same over here, except it's not a bank holiday here this weekend. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, should we get into some Star Wars stuff? I, I guess that's why everyone's here. <laughs> Shall we? Yeah, let's do our weeks or our months in Star Wars. What what have you been up to Star Wars wise? I haven't been up to too much. Um, I've started rereading some of the the High Republic novels, um, just for just for my own personal enjoyment to more get back into. It. I remember when Light of the Jedi came out. I think I I more so speed read it than anything else, just to to try and get up on things. So it's more a matter of going back over everything now to to see how things are going. Um, obviously we're going to talk about the the Bad Batch. So catching up on that has been a really nice experience and that's pretty much been it for kind of my month and week in star wars um but just how crazy work has been there's not been a lot of time for star warsing i hear you and you adulting right <laughs> oh yeah yeah i mean we did do that pretty cool interview that we're still sitting on we we certainly did. We have a, another couple of things in the pipeline to try and we, we are match stuck, up with that. We're stuck behind some bureaucratic snags at the moment, but all in due time, friends. Absolutely. And um, we do have some other exciting content and guests coming up, which are locked in. But yes. obviously we want to get some things nailed down for us so we can plan accordingly. Exactly. So me... So yeah, Bad Batch, of course, I've been watching that weekly. And then I even watched the Clone Wars episodes with Bad Batch just to kind of get reacquainted with that. Mm -hmm. um, so we had a holiday weekend last weekend. So I, I did get to do a little bit. I watched The Force Awakens, which I hadn't watched in a while. So that was fun. Um, did just a little bit of like, different thrifting and things like that around found I don't think I found too much but it was fun just looking uh what else you've been pretty busy with work too though right yeah work has been insane so like you said it doesn't leave too much time for Star Warsing mm -hmm. oh that does remind me though since our last episode the May the fourth episode 
So like right after May the 4th, I got a special delivery from the United States Postal Service, which oh, was my droid stamps. <laughs> oh, yes. I see. They finally arrived. Yeah. You uh, you posted pictures as well, didn't you? Yeah. So I got the like several sheets of the actual stamps and then I got the envelopes, which I, don't, I forget what they call them, like first stamps or whatever. But they each have their own like little droid stamp. Or like, not stamp, but like printing. Anyway, um, I think I posted them on social, but maybe we can post those again. Because they're pretty cool. They are, definitely. So, yeah, I just have tons of droid stamps now. I'm just waiting to like use them for every single piece of mail I ever send again. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they're pretty cool. You have all your favorite droids. I'm looking at them right now. So, yeah, even like Chopper. Although there isn't um, Beatty. That would have been cool. Maybe they'll do a second series. Potentially they could, but I mean, it has Chopper, so uh, I'd be good. (laughs) The Chopper one's cool. Chopper, Gonk Droid. Oh, they need to do Clink from Bad Batch, too. They do another one. But yeah, it's got like K2, DO, BB8, C3PO, R2D2, IG11, and L3. A nice mixture of everything. Yeah, it's cool. And I, I forget who the artist is, but very nice artwork. So very cool. Of course, you know, I, I was thrilled to get the droid stamps more than probably like anything else Star Wars stamps. So, yes, I think that that's about it pretty much for me, like the last month in Star Wars. So maybe the next day I have off, I'll I'll watch episode the next episode, <laughs> episode nine. I don't know. Yeah, we'll you see. could do. Yeah, but yeah, it's been fun watching Bad Batch every week, so it's I guess we'll get into that in our main topic for discussion, but do you have anything else before we get to that? Uh, There's nothing that springs to mind. Obviously, as we said, we do have some pretty cool guest lines up and some content coming down the line. It's just a matter of us getting past the the red tape and making sure everything is in order before we do that. So Mm -hmm. we do have some exciting stuff coming up. So folks will definitely want to stay tuned for that. Yeah, I mean, I know we haven't even released the Kevin Kiner episode yet, but just from online and everything, we got really good responses. So I can't wait for everyone to hear that episode. And it was such a fun interview as well. He is such a a nice guy. Yeah, that was so cool. Very awesome. All right. So shall we get into things then? You want to do the honors? I sure can. (laughs) Punch it, Chewie. All right, so May 4th, of course, Star Wars Day was extra special for Star Wars fans this year because we got the premiere of The Bad Batch. So what are your overall, or what are your initial impressions, or what were your initial impressions, rather? I've actually been enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, It's not what I thought it would be when... We heard that the Bad Batch were getting their own spin-off. My initial reaction was, 
this is going to be a super action packed series, maybe more sort of adulty and a lot darker in tonality. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't been like that at all, really, has it? Not yet. We're, we're, we're pretty much halfway through, though, aren't we? I mean, oh, six yeah. is six is wrapped up now and it's yeah. a, it is a 12 parter, isn't it? I'm not sure. But yeah, I definitely agree with that. Like at first, you know, I, was just, I wasn't even sure if I was going to watch it like week to week, honestly, when when I first heard the announcement. But it just it really hooked me the first ones. And then, you know, with the introduction of Omega, she's a very likable little character, I'd say. That really was putting a spanner in the works. That was such an unexpected twist. Mm hmm. You know, again, like I said, I suppose I I went into this with blinkers on and that I was expecting something really specific Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't the case at all. Right. We're not halfway through. I I, I just remember, I think it's um, I think it's like 16 or 18 episodes. actually. So we've uh, we've a bit to go before we after all these short Marvel series, it's nice to have a Disney Plus show kind of last a little longer. But yeah, I was going to say. You know, like with the thing with Omega, it's kind of straight out of the Lucasfilm playbook, you know, introduce a little kid who, I mean, I guess we don't know for sure, if, like, but she does seem to have some sort of enhanced abilities or something. That really. was that was one of my question for you. They're sort of still hinting at what you, like the most we can sort of make an educated guess at is enhanced sensitivity. So I wonder if it, do you think it's like force related? I truly don't know. I've been racking my brain and writing down a couple of things and I've literally just put in brackets enhanced sensitivity, but Mm -hmm. enhanced sensitivity to what? Yeah, true. So I'm wondering if we'll get some kind of, maybe not like on screen, but some sort of mention of Baby Yoda because there was, there wasn't the one guy wearing the cloning logo or something like that there has been tons of there has been tons of easter eggs which we'll get into in in a little bit but um it really and truly has been jam-packed with lots of little little nuggets but yeah and then you know the name omega too like is that a clue like is she like the last clone or something like that potentially could be i i can't imagine feloni not having something up his sleeve with respect (laughs) to that Yep. But yeah, like you were saying before that you were expecting it to be dark and gritty. And mm-hmm. I just I just have a feeling like we're going to be very heartbroken by the end of this series. <laughs> I mean, Wrecker is very concerning to me right now with his head injury. Yeah, that's that's sort of really amped up in the last episode, hasn't it? That's mm-hmm. the, the first look we got at him reciting the the classic crosshairs line. Mm, interesting. So th- I thought that kind of made me laugh. But speaking of crosshair, <laughs> that I know we talked about like, or you mentioned that that was your favorite character. And then he ends up being the, one, <laughs> the bad one. <laughs> well, technically I do serve the empire in real life. So exactly. that really it's shouldn't so, be a prize. It's should a, it? very on brand. I, I just had to laugh at that. <laughs> But isn't it fantastic, though, to have something like that where we have it set up that, you know, we assume this is going to be 
the Bad Batch and we're going to learn everything about them. And then pretty much straight away, there's a a spanner thrown in the works immediately. Yeah, very interesting stuff. So so on reflection of the first couple of episodes, has there been any negatives for you? Like it has been overwhelmingly positive for me, but I have Mm -hmm. one, I, I literally have one small, two really small gripes, but you know, mm-hmm. if, if that's all it is for this series, then I, I'll be extremely happy. I know, like for me personally, I I wouldn't say so, but just by monitoring online responses and stuff, I have seen a few comments that people think, I don't know, that they've gotten bored with it or that it's going too slow. Yeah, the, the pacing has been one for me. Now, I don't think the pacing has been too bad. It has been slow, but at least it's been reasonably consistent. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing I would say, but I suppose I'm more drawn to that simply because I thought this was going to be an action pa- action-packed explosive fest. So, right. But again, that's that's just a, a very very small gripe. The one thing that I do think, though, and it it is my one sort of major issue with the badges, I think this would have suited longer episodes. Mm, I think true. this. They I think this fast. branch of story. Yeah. But I think with this particular timeline, Kate, I mean, I've been screaming at the top of my lungs for a long time that this is the time period where I think the best storytelling in Star Wars moving forward is. Mm -hmm. And I think a longer format would have suited this one. Mm -hmm. But the vast majority have, you know, reacted to it incredibly well and long may that continue. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Some, what have been some of your like highlights or favorite parts so far? D. Bradley Baker. My, oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, so if, if, if people at home didn't know, D. Bradley Baker actually plays every member of the Bad Batch. It, it's incredible. And it's like mind boggling that he can do that. And don't forget, D was also Captain Rex as well. <laughs> yes. So, you know, he's got some, like, we, kn- we knew he was phenomenal at, at what he does. There was never any yeah. doubt behind that. But this has just put him on uh, an even higher pedestal in my eyes. Yeah, just, just the way each character is so different. Like, wow, that's talent. <laughs> 100% it is. And I mean, the consistency in which he does mm-hmm. it in and that when you hear each individual voice you know you, you don't hear d Brady baker you hear it as the character mm-hmm. it's I, I think that's phenomenal and i think it, it was a stroke of genius yeah each each clone has such personality too and he just yeah he just reflects that so well that's been the biggest positive of the entire series i think aside from we would be amiss if we didn't mention uh, Kevin Kiner once again. <laughs> Definitely. The music. He, he just can Definitely. do no wrong. Yeah, so good. So good. So I've really been enjoying just how it's, I th- think we talked a little bit about how it's like a sequel to Clone Wars. But it feels like, quite rebelish. Yes. So it, it feels like it's doing a really good job of kind of, melding all the all the different aspects of star wars together so i love yeah the I, I would agree i love the one where they go to visit cut 
because that's one of my favorite Star Wars or Star Wars. <laughs> that's one of my favorite Clone Wars episodes about the deserter. Mm-hmm. So I thought that I mean for a kids show, I just I remember being so impressed with that episode, like the topic matter of it. So it was cool to go back to those characters and the episode was really good. And then of course, we you know we, we see crossover with Mandalorian with Fennec. So it's just it's cool because it's just it's kind of you seeing all these different lines crossing all over the place and it's pretty cool. Yeah, seeing an introduction of young Fennec Shand is really adding another piece to the puzzle, isn't it? Yep. And if you know, if we're talking about links to what has come before, mm-hmm. I mean, um just just thinking alone, Matthew Ward coming back as Bib. Yeah, that was good too. Um we had Freddie as Caleb. Oh yeah. True. And I am calling him Caleb because he is not you know who yet. <laughs> oh, so that <laughs> going back to that, um, that was kind of an interesting choice. Like have you have I'm a, assuming you've seen the comments online about them retconning deeper? Um, what was that? I didn't I don't remember what the what was actually being retconned maybe you can fill us in there basically i think it was how she died or like i i literally just skipped over i think i'm not sure it was quite how she died what differed to what came previously i don't know whether it was in the in a, a comic or a novel i i genuinely can't remember it's like you, you yeah i you think know, it was you, the kate or the canaan comics but i don't yeah and i think i read them i just don't remember the details but i remember people saying that like being kind of mad about it but just like just roll with it you know <laughs> yeah it's it's not it's it's not a major deal but but then kate to to throw an absolute huge spanner in the works we get ian mcdermott returning <laughs> wild he's just you can't have any kind of star wars without that guy i guess no definitely not but i mean it really is filling the screen with so much lore and links to what has come before Mm -hmm. so i have a question for you yes like what characters do you think we're going to see in the rest of the season or do you hope we see you know what? I've actually I actually wrote out something in my notebook and the page was blank. <laughs> you don't I, hope I, to see I anyone. Not even that I don't hope to see anyone. <laughs> I because because it's been so different to what I initially thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm trying to go into the later episodes with sort of a blank canvas with no expectations. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe that. um like I'll just throw one out there, maybe like fives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, definitely think just, we could just, see more clones. Yeah, that maybe could be just really to, interesting. Maybe just to throw that out there. Um, even even maybe the, the dream one for me would be a Cal Kestis. Oh yeah. Y- y- you know my feelings and on that BD. character. When on the very first episode with Caleb he looked a little redheaded I thought and I was watching it on a really small screen the very first episode and I almost thought it was Cal Kestis at first but then obviously even a glimpse you know hiding in a marketplace or something just even that would would be great for me that I wonder if like because you know at the beginning of the game he's on that uh, junkyard thing or whatever maybe they can go Mm -hmm. to that planet 
they certainly could. It it is incredibly possible, and um, that's what's nice about this timeline as well, Kate. That there's so many different areas that are, there's so many different directions that they can go in with this. Mm-hmm. I agree. That would be really cool to see him on screen. So with us covering Caleb and Kanan, you know that covers a lot of stuff in episode one. And that bringing onto then the aftermath of Order 66 following on from uh, Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So that is that real deep, deep, deep lore. Yep. And also I seen one on Lion Kate that was interesting and I didn't spot it the first time. I actually had to go back and watch it. And I think I read an article on it. It was spotted by a friend of mine. I think it was um, Den of Geek actually had it up. I, I, I can't remember. It might have been a different site, but... In one of the scenes, we see a group of clones carrying a, a Jedi on a stretcher mm. and the lightsaber falls out. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some speculation that uh, people have been saying the the likely source may be Shakti. Oh, interesting. Which would be pretty cool, I think. Yeah. What did you um, What did you think of Saw appearing in episode one? I thought that those. Cool. Yeah, this is an, another example of different. I mean, uh, now we've seen Saw in several mediums, so it's cool just to see that legacy continue. I thought that was a really effective use of them too. Um, you know, just they thought they they were going, they were sent to take out the robots, and then it's like actual people. So that tells you a lot about their mindset. So that was pretty pretty clever writing. And I think it was nice to see as well for the simple reason with this timeline, we would obviously expect to see Tarkin and the Emperor, but the seesaw was was pretty interesting as well. Seesaw. So maybe <laughs> hey, there we go. Maybe we'll see more Rogue One links. Yeah, I wonder because like how old would Jin be like? Oh, I'll I'll need to I'll need to write that down and try. I know to we need out. a timeline to work off of here. <laughs> but maybe we'll see a young Jin at some point or Cassian. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe I'll try to work in the Cassian show somehow. That might be pretty interesting. Um, the right time for that. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And it was nice to see some some new plant. Well, not new planets, but it was nice to visit other worlds as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It, it, episode one was nice in that it set a tone. And I think a lot of people were happy to see the Datuka. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of taken on a life of its own. Lula, right? Very much so, very much so. It's been um obviously <laughs> oh. that is a a felony, um a felony special. <laughs> he leaves his little trademarks all over, doesn't he? <laughs> very, With, very much. I don't so. think I've seen a wolf yet, have you? Not that springs to mind. I'm sure it'll come. Oh, it, there's no doubt in my mind there's going to be a lot of surprises here. Yeah. I think the first half of this season, they're just kind of getting it set up and everything like Laying that. the foundations. Yep. And then it's just going to take us like on a wild, crazy emotional ride the rest of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is most likely to be wiped out <laughs> by the end of the first season? Oh, wow. I, I would not be surprised to see the fan favorites get, get the chop. I know, like, if anything happens to Omega, there's going to be a lot of angry people. <laughs> My, I, I, th- I think, though, like, Hunter, I think, was everybody's favorite coming into this. But mm-hmm. I think people are developing a real soft spot for Wrecker. 
that usually does not bode well when you're talking about Filoni with something like this. Yeah, he he definitely seems like he the the first one something might happen to. Look what he did to Ahsoka. You know, I have no doubt that he could build a record up and up and then just mm-hmm. take him away. And I've heard some theories too that uh, maybe Hunter will have to take out Crosshair at some point. I I think there's going to be a flip. I think Hunter may end up having to take out Wrecker. Oh, that could be too. That would be horrible. That's that's my thoughts on, on a bit of a on a bit of a, a tearjerker. But and I mean this is just, that's just episode one that we've been talking about, Kate. Yeah. So then episode moving on then to episode two, which was cut and run. You already mm-hmm. mentioned cut. Yeah. Love cut. And it, what's the I forget the wife. I only remember uh, Sue. Okay. But yeah, she's cool too. <laughs> I liked her her protector instincts with Omega. That was cool. Appeared in season two of Clone Wars, wasn't it? They were in one of the earlier seasons. Was it one or two? I want to say, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just that's definitely one of my favorite episodes. Um, we got to see the the planet from the deserter as well. Is it Salukami, yeah. I think? I mean, obvious, like, like I kind of mentioned it before, you know, like how it's taken. This episode was very similar to the um, Mandalorian episode with the shrimp things. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he even wants to leave her with the people, just like Mando wants to leave Baby Yoda. So that yeah. was kind of an interesting parallel. But like we we see that a lot with the foundlings. That seems to be a a Star Wars tenant. <laughs> Very much so. And then when we dived right into the species, didn't we get to see a roadie in an episode two as well? I want to say, yeah, I think so. Was that in like the bar thing? I think so. <laughs> I, I should have done a rewatch. Before yeah, no, recording. I need to, but back, I just remember seeing, uh, seeing the, the roadie and I was like, ooh, hello. <laughs> And there were there were a good few droids in that as well, weren't there? Oh, it was there was the one episode with the whole bunch of droids. But there was. But yeah, this I'm surprised we haven't even talked about. Well, we did talk about Clink. Yeah, I guess that's all that matters. <laughs> but yeah, there there has been a lot of droids in the episode that's been making me happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But from that, okay, one of the, I suppose, the more surprising and I think pleasant aspects was seeing Rampart, the vice admiral. Mm, don't remember. Oh, that guy. Yeah, the creation of the chain codes. Where was he at before that we saw him? We didn't. Oh, I thought you were saying like that we saw him again. Never mind. No, yeah. for his first appearance. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. The, the chain code seems to be kind of picking up and, um, making a, an appearance more often in this, this series. And that was a nice link uh, regards Project Warmantle because that was part of the links to Rogue One with the, the tower on Scarif and mm-hmm. then the Death Star plant, uh, the Death Star plants. Stardust. Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw someone, someone posted that the Omega is one of the ones listed there. Don't like think I've seen that one. Oh, I don't remember where I saw that either. But that is, if that's true, that could be a clue. Like, be interesting to see if that turns into anything. 
and that's that's a, a link to the the Mandalorian as well, isn't it? With the chain codes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, with Boba. Mm-hmm. And chain codes. Yeah. So we haven't really talked about Echo that much yet. So what what are your thoughts about Echo? I love Tech and Echo's relationship. Yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about Tech either, really. Yeah, you know, like everything we've been talking about, we're literally <laughs> talking about two episodes. It really has been yeah. um, jamming. I like that Echo is actually more taking on a little bit of a trainer role. Mm-hmm. You know, particularly yeah. in the last episode, training her with with her bow. Yeah, that's cool. She has quite a, a nice, a different relationship with each with each member, mm-hmm. which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of like. Remember that movie, Three Men and a Baby? Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's like that, except with clones and she's not a baby. <laughs> More like the A-team or something like that. It's the dad batch, I've heard. Yeah. I know, like, initially, I kind of, or we were, I think that with the first episode, we were kind of led to believe that she's one of the Boba clones, or like Django clones. But mm-hmm. I think they were trying to lead us that way, but I'm not sure if that's going to stick or not. Again, doesn't that just show there's so many ways that this could go? Mm-hmm. Which sort of brings us on to episode 3K, and we, we mentioned uh, Project War Mantle there, mm-hmm. which is particularly poignant considering when they go to Scarif. Yeah. And Jin finds Project War Mantle, of which was not known until now. Mm-hmm. That it was basically Rampart replacing, you know, non-clone recruits. Essentially, I, I suppose early super soldiers is probably the kind of way I would describe it. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. That could even kind of go in, you know, go into the sequel trilogy with the whole, you know, thing with Hux and Kylo had an ongoing spar about whether they should keep the stormtroopers or bringing clones. Yep. So that's interesting. It is an episode three for me was, was nice because we sort of got crosshairs evolution and we get to meet crosshairs new team. Mm-hmm. That's the one that got like pretty dark, wasn't it? That that did definitely get very, very <laughs> dark. Um, I was in, like surprised, like, whoa. And there's a number of theories going around and I think people are thinking along the same lines with Crosshair's new team that maybe they are going to be the earliest iteration of Death Troopers. Mm, I like that theory. But there was also, um, I, I can't remember where I've seen it. I don't know whether it was just an article or somebody did a, a comparison comment. I think it might have been on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, or they could be closer to uh, the to something from Battlefront, like the Shadow Troopers, maybe? Mm, yeah, it could be interesting. Again, just so many avenues that they can they can go down with that. Yeah. This, I thought it was interesting with this episode, too, you know, with Crosshair. It's a, it was a really good um, contrast between with the first episode, how they would shoot the civilians. And obviously, <laughs> we saw how that went in this episode. So, again, it, it goes a long way to show where their headspace is at. I know, like, I had posted after I watched that one, just kind of like, wow, that was dark. 
I think um, it was our buddy Sven said, he's like, yeah, our six-year-old won't be watching that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Sven. <laughs> but it has, it, it, it's been a nice mix sort of in the early episodes with respect to stuff like that, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I haven't even really noticed, but what have they been rating it on Disney Plus? What has it been rated at? Yeah. I haven't actually seen what the, the rating is as of episode six. Do you mean rating in terms of like out of like, 10 rating or? Oh, no. Like, like, is it for for everyone or is it like 14 and older, or like age wise? I think it's teens, maybe. Oh, that would make sense. Um, I'm actually sure over here what um a sort of bracket it was put into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just haven't been paying attention, but. Yeah. Interesting. Maybe that'll give us a clue to how gritty things are going to get. <laughs> That's my one hope is that things are potentially going to get pretty gritty. Um, And you mentioned her earlier then on to episode four mm-hmm. when we get our first look at the earliest iteration of Fennec Shand. Yes. So was it interesting? That's this is the episode with the droids, too. Yes. That was hilarious, like making Echo be a droid. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you can imagine, I love this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. And <laughs> Echo More... put his foot down being the boss. Yeah. More clink merchandise, please. Oh, yeah. But to, to kick it off, Kate, we find Fennec had been hiding on Tatooine. Yes. Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. It's all connected. Very, very, very much so. And it was a case of, um, you know, it was a nice build up and to see the sort of early mystery of the character. I mean, we still do not know a ton about her. Mm -hmm. So I saw an interesting comment uh, that someone said that maybe Omega and Fennec's relationship will be like Ezra and Maul, like similar. Could potentially be my one reservation would be they've maybe been there, done that. True. That, oh, that they'd, have, they'd they'll have to put their own little spin on it, but. Do you think we'll learn more about her story as the episodes go on? Or do you think she was just a little tidbit of what's to come and her past will be explored in the book of Boba? No, I think we'll see more of her. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've seen the last of her in this show. That, that That's a, something that I have a, a place marker in is, what will they do with Fennec moving forward? Mm-hmm. But I suppose it's it's a nice choice to have, isn't it? Yeah. What whatever they decide to do, or however they decide to to go about it. I think though, I think episode five was probably my favorite. Oh gee, that was like so unexpected. Like that I- that was a complete one eighty. I hadn't got a breeze. I was going, oh good lord, what is happening here? That was a good, you know, like switcheroo because you, you know, you kind of think it's like that kid that they're rescuing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, surprise. Is this the episode where we're introduced to Sid? Or was that the last episode? Uh, no, Sid is, is this was this episode? episode. Sid and Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Sid is, I think people are going to like either love her or hate her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kind of like a Hondo type character. Uh, this episode was just a was just a mind meld. Like I, I hadn't got a breeze what was going on at, at points, but um, it was so great to see though. So this episode too, the retconning kind of came up again, 
because like some people were assuming that that's the same rancor that Luke kills in Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, yeah, seen that one as well. But, yeah, but like that one was named something different. Mm-hmm. So we don't really know if it if you know if it was re- if Muchi was replaced at some future point before Return of the Jedi, or if they just wanted to do like a complete retcon. Yeah. But I mean, little stuff like that. Like, does it really matter that much? No, but I, I can't imagine Jabba's palace not having multiple rancors for the amount of people that cross the huts. That's true. <laughs> I can imagine just like a, a small army of. They probably of have a stable like full of rancors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a good point. So, do you think Omega has any like control over animals or anything like that? You mean sort of like the the Ezra link? Yeah. Again, I I would say maybe, but I think we're having been there, done that. Yeah, that's a problem you might run into a lot with this. So. Yeah, I I, I think w- with this though, and the the timeline that it's in, I I think s- something new would be a little uh, would be a little more interesting. Maybe mm-hmm. a plot twist here and there with something like that. What was the other theory that I seen? Uh, friend of mine said she could potentially like a, a completely random one remember in the Thrawn trilogy where the uh, navigators oh yeah oh could, like she's that, a navigator yeah that could be another option perhaps oh, uh, maybe force a force sensitive as opposed to a force wielder maybe something something mm-hmm. along those lines but again maybe. with being you know I again everything is open at this stage true it would um it would throw another spanner in the works, which I think for this series there are many more coming down the line. Yeah, definitely. What I want to know is like you know, on Camino, like, do they care that they took Omega or is there gonna be repercussions for that? It's gonna be a matter of wait and see, isn't it? Because doesn't it seem like they took her pretty easily? Like, did they just not care? Like, sure, well, you can she, have I her. mean, she wanted to leave as well, though. So, but it, if she's a minor too, like if she was under there, I don't trust Lamasu with this one bit. That's true. <laughs> and her little and her sidekick, I don't trust them one one bit. Yeah, with I don't her think they definitely the Kamin Kaminoans are not to be trusted. I don't think we don't even know the half of it. I bet definitely not. But then in saying that, Kate, that we don't know the half of it, mm-hmm. then we came, we come to the most recent, recent episode. Mm-hmm. And something I did not see coming, I, even if even if I, I, I was blessed with hindsight, I still wouldn't have guessed it, <laughs> seeing Rafa and Trace again. Right. Yeah, that was totally unexpected. Completely yeah. and utterly unexpected. But I suppose it shouldn't be because the build-up to Ahsoka is going to start really amping up in the mm-hmm. next while so, so what, what did you think of that ending with the last episode who do you think she was talking to oh i seen something online about oh what was this seen people speculating that it might have been tarkin mm-hmm. that's kind of the impression they were giving like at least someone with the empire yeah that was the insinuation at least <clears throat> So that Surely, kind of surprised me. They they wouldn't do Maul, would they? <laughs> I don't know. They could. Why not? 
And it was nice to see tactical droids again. Oh, what if they brought in Maul and Kira? Or no, it might be too early for that. Mm. Right? Because I would I think that's too early. But it could be Maul. Well, we know that the links with Solo with Maul being involved with Crimson Dawn, so it is entirely, entirely possible. Yeah. But you know, again, it's 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 one of them. We just do not know. Yep. That's half the fun, you know, with Star Wars is all the speculation. Since Mm. we don't have movies for a while, we got to cling to these TV shows. (laughs) A friend of of mine, uh, even though I I don't know what way it would work timeline wise or how early it's going back. But he said, um, he said, imagine it was Cassian. Ooh. (laughs) Now, I, I, I don't know. I'm. I'm not thinking along those lines with them simply giving Andor his own series, but you know, it mm-hmm. it could happen. They continue to surprise and amaze us with these, especially the animated ones. I think sometimes we get it in our head, like that they're going to be a certain way and then it just totally blindsides us. Yeah. In a good way. <laughs> very, very much so. The only thing that kind of griped me a little bit was I thought the ending to episode six was a little bit meh it was more a case of just oh you know a shadowy figure here we here we go again so i know like we were talking about like timelines but this is before they meet ahsoka right i'm assuming so that's what i think or maybe maybe it's after because like the ones with ahsoka after she leaves the jedi order like she'd been out of the order for a little while i think i don't know it would be interesting to to get an official timeline on like all this stuff. See where it always. Yeah. So with all that, then two questions for you. Okay. Is is the goal of the Bad Batch to help blend the series to the movies, or is it serving a, a different purpose yet to be revealed? Hmm. I don't know. Like. It's hard to say because it just seems it seems like it's not just the movies that they're they're trying to blend, but all like all the different mediums, at least the on screen mediums, not not so much the yeah. written as we've talked about a little bit. But, but spin, yeah. spin it a different way, then. Do you think the Bad Batch is going to be fully implementing its own storyline or? Is it going to lay the foundations for something more to come overall? Hmm. You mean like, is it going to be launching something else? Yeah. Is it, is it the foundations or a platform for launching something else in the, the end game as such? I don't know. To me at this point, it kind of just seems like it's filling in the gaps more than Mm -hmm. starting something new. Not a bad thing. We should say filling in the gaps. Yeah. I feel like new content especially like movies and stuff is going to be an era we haven't seen something totally different whether it's new republic or i mean old republic or new republic i guess mm-hmm. so they're going to go really far back or in the future i think for the next actual like on-screen movie which it could still tie in somehow but i don't know oh yeah i, I don't think there's any i don't think there's any doubt about that but We've kind of been saying it for a while. I truly believe that Disney Plus is going to be their focus for the next while, even though we will see, you know, movies here and there. I don't think trilogy wise. Yeah. 
we're going to be seeing that for, I think, uh, for I a think while. They learned their lesson with the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll do trilogies anymore. I just I got too haphazard with different directors and things like that. Yeah, very much so. And I think with what the platform they have created with Disney Plus and what Filoni and Favreau are building. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I think it works for them too. I mean, look at all the conversation that it started. Yeah, especially it, having it, it week to week. Mm-hmm. It is working very, very much. And added to that, the, the writing and directing talent that's involved. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's no doubt in my mind that Deb Chow is just going to nail Kenobi. Oh, yeah. 100%. That's going to be good. It is. You know, the, the future is, is looking good moving forward on, on the Disney Plus platform that we can safely say. Agreed. I still think, though, it's got a lot to do with catch up to the literature. I know this is a, a, a bad batch centric episode, but the early, the initial dives into the High Republic have been fantastic. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised how much I've enjoyed it. And that's genuinely the case. I am just so surprised. Mm-hmm. Yes, we will have to explore that in a further episode. 100 percent episodes our episodes yeah well we we definitely will have some of that coming up but um overall kate you're a you're a, a yay for the for the bad batch so far definitely enjoying it a lot have you yep. got a favorite character yet and why omega's an obvious choice she's mm-hmm. like i mean it's hard with kids i think sometimes you either make them too annoying or like too grown up but I think she's a really good mix overall. She's got that wonder, kind of like Ray. Like you, you know, we saw the parallel when she's holding the dirt. She's 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 grown up that sheltered life on Camino with everything planned so immaculately, and so it's it's fun seeing her explore the world, the universe. But as far as like the clones, like I keep trying to pick my favorite, and I can't. Mm-hmm. But like Rucker is usually the one that makes me laugh. He always says funny stuff. Oh, and then there was that funny line with Echo. Is there an Echo in here? <laughs> that was good. But like Hunter, I really like Hunter. And then like, uh, it's it's just too hard to pick a favorite clone. Yeah. Of the Bad Batch, I think. Mm-hmm. They're all likable. Very, very much so. Um, they're all uniquely different as well, which is... Which is nice. Yeah. I, I do hope we do get to see their, their abilities more, though, their, their enhanced abilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in, you know, like Tech, we see he uses his a lot. Yeah, I, I think Tech is the character that I've grown most fond of out of all of them. <laughs> I like Tech, too. Like, I just really like the crosshairs from, from the get-go, you know, the, <laughs> the sharpshooter and somebody who just does, doesn't care. But... um. <laughs> He's he's not been in it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But I'm totally fine with that because they're clearly building to something. Mm-hmm. And I have my suspicions about Omega every time I see another episode. I just have alarm bells ringing. Mm-hmm. Like imagine she has a, a chip in her head and they're just going to turn it on at some point and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Mm. By the end of this season, we're all going to be like, Faloni. Yeah, I 
I think this is a platform where they can set up so many slobber knockers. And I mean, with all that's been in it, we haven't even talked about the animation, Kate. The animation is beautiful. Yeah, it is quite spectacular. I saw comments on Twitter after episode six broke with some of the, the animation crew behind it and the work on the droid factory. I mean, wow. Yeah. That was a that nice callback have, to episode two. But that must have taken such an insane amount of time yeah. to perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so much work goes into these episodes. It's yeah. crazy. So do you have a, a ranking out of 10 for our first six episodes? Um, I'd say about a nine. You're about a nine? Okay. Nine out of 10, yeah. Yeah. I'm 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 one behind it. I'm a solid eight out of ten. Pretty good. Yeah. No, it it has been again, like I said, I've enjoyed it so much more than I than I thought I would have. Yeah, same. Overall, it, it it's gotten to the point where you know, when you're excited for the next episode coming out, mm-hmm. that's 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 the most important thing. It's and after the after the disappointment for me at the final season of Clone Wars, I'm I'm so happy that Bad Batch is doing really well. It's nice to have something to look forward to on Fridays. Without doubt, without doubt, and just you know, the only thing that ever ruins it is spoilers appearing online with the time differences. Yeah, but we 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 can't do anything about that. If I'm like not too tired i'll watch it when it first comes up but otherwise i'll try to watch it the next day and yep. i usually am spoiled if i do that yeah yeah people i think by this point like there's it's just you're not gonna avoid it so just no 100% <laughs> so any final thoughts about bad batch bring on the next episode i think it's it's as plain and simple as that yeah it's gonna well, be an um, interesting final half yeah or more than half. you know yeah and you know we're only six episodes in but well done to all involved i think we're going to be surprised and all the full gamut of emotions <laughs> i think that oh it's going to be you mommy without a doubt it is going to be and i i, I personally agree with what you're saying i think there's going to be a gut wrencher coming along somewhere mm-hmm. and then you got to think too like we haven't seen like any of these characters in the future Star Wars episodes that we've seen or anything like that. So that makes you wonder. I mean, obviously they could have just not written anything about them yet. Imagine, or, imagine Bad Batch appearing in Andor. That'd be cool. They'll have to do some retcons with that. The actual movies now. <laughs> I think that's the, that's the one thing that people are maybe worried about or picking up on a lot more is. Mm-hmm. The amount of retcon that could happen. Yeah. And I think like, you know, when they redid the the whole um canon thing after Disney took over, like yeah. that was to simplify things, you know, because before there was like different levels, like it's this level, it's more canon. So I think that's kind of why people are getting frustrated, is because like that was supposed to be like a overall encompassing thing for canon but now it's kind of like they're just picking and choosing even the official like novels or comics or whatever yeah anyway thankfully stuff like that is well above our pay grade Kate. yes (laughs) to me it doesn't really bother me too much 
like I said before, just roll with it. So. Cut the shot, all right, too. Any Star Wars plans coming up that you want to talk about? I, I actually have nothing on. Just work is going to be so busy for the next few weeks that I, I, I'm yeah. not going to be doing too much. Um, the one thing that we can say is in the next few episodes, we're maybe going to be finally moving on to our High Republic talks now that the sort of dust has settled and people in Ireland have begun to catch up and become familiar with the High Republic, it's it's probably about the right time where we can start talking about that in, in Any, detail. Yeah, I guess I, I've only done once. Well, one and I started another one, but mm-hmm. I'll have to try to get a little more caught up on that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I'm going to be pretty busy the next couple of weeks. So I guess whenever we reconvene again, we'll have lots to talk about. Oh, yeah. And hopefully with schedules clearing, we can return to getting a one or two episodes out a month again hopefully yeah so i guess we can we can put a call out with this episode like to give us your thoughts on high republic that we can include on future episodes if you're so inclined yeah or if you have any questions about the the high republic or theories moving forward you know we would love to hear them so get in touch with us and let us know and we'll give them a a mention on the show beautiful so yeah follow us on social at Lava the Hut. So you can ask us on there or you can um, send us a voicemail through our Anchor account. Uh, just go on there and click the button. <laughs> it's that easy. Push the button. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. So, yeah. Anything else? No, I think. I think that's it. Um, it's it's as always. It's a it's a pleasure talking with you, Kate, and it's just nice to get back into some form of normality. Agreed. Do you have a quote to end us on? Is there an echo in here? 